Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, October 17th, 528 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down a half cent at 489 and a half. November soybeans up four at 12.90 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down five at 572 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down two and a half at 666 and a quarter. December spring wheat is down three at 725 and three quarters. We had a crush report out yesterday, which was very interesting. Let's start there. So NOPA members processed 165.456 million bushels of soybeans in September, the largest crush on record for the month. The September soybean crush was up 2.5% compared to August and 4.6% compared to the same month last year. End of month soybean oil stocks in September fell to 1.108 billion pounds, the lowest end of month oil stocks since December of 2014. Stocks declined 11.4% compared to August and were down 24.1% versus September of last year. Okay. So there's two, I got a lot to say here. There's two components to this. Uh, the crush number was good. It was the best on record for the month of September, but it was within, uh, the range of trade expectations. So nothing overly surprising here. The bean oil stocks number, the trade missed this by like 8%. They overestimated bean oil stocks by 8%. So what is going on here exactly? Uh, USDA just yesterday was out with its monthly oil crops outlook report. And uh, they said this and reiterated this idea. Demand for soybean oil has stayed robust, particularly for biofuel consumption. What they told us in their oil crops outlook last month is that for the first time ever this year, uh, soybean oil demand for biofuel will exceed soybean oil demand for food, feed, and other industrial usage for the first time ever. And uh, the government is projecting that we're going to crush a record amount of soybeans this year. Um, the number's like 2.3 billion bushels which would be the largest ever um, for, for any marketing year. So soybean demand, as it relates to crush, which is going to be 55% of all demand for U.S. soybeans this year, it's very, very good. The problem with soybeans right now and the problem with the market, I think, is on the export front. Uh, we've talked about the weakness in exports at length. Exports are 31%. Accumulated sales are running 31% below the same period last year. So that's where your problem is. This um, this crush expansion deal, the uh, need for soybean oil as it relates to renewable diesel, it's very, very real. And that crush report yesterday indicating as much. Uh, we had a couple, we've got the best information out there as it relates to the crush expansion. And if you guys have not seen these videos that I did with Steve Nicholson from Rabobank, you've got to sign up this morning and check out these videos. We did a, a refresher on this just a few weeks ago. U.S. crush expansion, still the real deal. Steve's got the best research out there that I'm aware of. Um, as it relates to the crush expansion. And then the first one was November of last year. This was kind of like a primer, U.S. soybean crush expansion. Um, sign up for the premium deal this morning, guys, and I'll send you these two videos along with uh, yesterday's video. Chris was on with us. Um, risk or roll. Grain marketing right now at this very moment is very, very difficult. There's so many things to consider. You've got interest rates. You've got uh, this crop insurance situation as it relates to corn. There's a lot of tricky decisions um, that need to be made here. There's a lot of mathematics involved. Chris had a free download available. Uh, Mackenzie, when you sign up for the premium deal, how easy is it to play the videos? One click. That's all it takes.
is one click. So when you sign up for the premium deal, I know like with a lot of subscription services, it's like you got to log in with your email address and set a password. Um, with our stuff, it's one click to play. We're going to blast you a link to your cell phone and to your email. You're going to click it and it's going to play. And that's it. It's an absolute piece of cake, guys. Uh, sign up for the premium deal this morning. $50 per month. Go to standardgrain.com. This is a um, uh, monthly subscription. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Sign up this morning. I'll blast you over those crush expansion videos along with this morning's email, which includes the six most recent premium videos. Sorry, that was a long ad read this morning, but that's what pays the bills around here. So, anyways. Bad Bad weather has slowed Brazilian soybean planting. According to Ag Rural, as of last Thursday, Brazil's 23-24 soybean planting was 17% complete. Planting was up 7% on the week, but lagging behind last year's pace by 7%. This season's planting pace has lost momentum in recent weeks due to poor weather. Some farmers may be forced to replant due to hot temperatures and irregular rainfall. AgRural also reported that as of last Thursday, Brazilian farmers had planted 41% of this season's first corn crop. So planting is uh, delayed and there may be some replant. In the United States, uh, what some people may say is plant in the dust and the bins will bust. Planting in dry weather is not um, a bad thing necessarily. In Brazil, it gets so damn dry during the dry season that they need the rains uh, during planting in order to uh, plant and then see the crops emerge essentially is, is kind of the way that it works. They do have some rains um, in the forecast here, maybe not widespread enough. Um, I don't see this as being a real problem right now. If if it was a real problem, you'd know it by looking at the market. And I just don't know that this is uh, being, I don't know that anybody's overly concerned about it right now, I guess. U.S. row crop harvest continues on. The U.S. corn crop was 45% harvested through Sunday compared to 42% on average. The U.S. soybean crop was 62% harvested through Sunday compared to just 52% on average. Corn conditions were unchanged, while soybean conditions improved by 1% in the good to excellent category. Maturity statistics are slightly ahead of normal for both crops. U.S. winter wheat planting is 68% complete, which is on par with the five-year average. Really nothing to see here, nothing exciting. Corn and soybean harvest pace ahead of schedule, especially soybeans, 10% ahead of normal. Uh, weather has been mostly dry, aside from those rains that uh, occurred over the weekend. Winter wheat planting, pretty much normal. We'll start to see some winter wheat conditions, uh, probably first from individual states. You'll see Kansas out with uh, conditions, and then you'll see national numbers here sometime within the next couple of weeks, but uh, really pretty unexciting stuff. USDA reported flash sales of U.S. corn and soybean cake and meal on Monday. U.S. exporters sold 200,000 metric tons of corn to Mexico for delivery during the current marketing year. Exporters also sold 183,000 metric tons of soybean cake and meal to the Philippines for delivery during the current marketing year. Mexico is old reliable when it comes to uh, corn demand. I believe that most of the corn we ship to Mexico goes via rail, so the river not an issue there. Um, soybean sales, we're, we're seeing these flash sales. Um, this is cake and meal in general. We're seeing some demand. It's just not what we need to see. We need to see some bigger sales. And you know, our export window as it relates to soybeans in the United States, it's kind of shrunk over the years because Brazil has become such a, a 
a massive player on the global export market. So I don't know, there's still a lot to be desired as it relates to the soybean export program. U.S. soybean shipments spiked last week. USDA reported that 74 million bushels of soybeans were inspected for export during the week ending uh, October 12th. The print was well above expectations and up a whopping 43% on the week and up 4.5% compared to the same week last year. Corn shipments fell below expectations and declined 46% versus the prior week at 17 million bushels. Wheat shipments were reported at 13 million bushels, an increase of 16% compared to the previous week and up 45% versus the same week last year. So this is soybean shipping season. Uh, that number, 2 million metric tons of beans shipped, it sounds excellent, but it's actually just totally normal for this time of year. This is what we should be doing, and you should continue to see some sort of strength uh, for the next few weeks. And then usually it's like after first of the year, that's that's corn shipping season. The problem with the bean shipments is it's, it's not this number, 2 million is good. It's that we don't have the sales, and you can't ship what you haven't sold. So we need to see additional sales is what we need to see. We need to see the book of, of sales pick up. And how do we do that? I guess we have to become competitive. Maybe you need a Brazilian crop issue. I don't know what it is, but but that book of sales just leaves a lot to be desired. Good weekly print though. I have nothing, I don't have anything bad to say about the export inspection print, but it's it's just, it's not bullish. It's it's good to, to normal-ish, I guess is what I'd call it. Uh, cattle were mixed yesterday. Yep. Um, feeder cattle were 72 cents lower to a buck 65 lower. Live cattle ranged from seven cents higher to 62 cents lower. Uh, box beef had a positive day yesterday. Choice ended the day at 304.67. That was up 387. Select ended the day at 277.20. That was up a buck 71. Outside markets fairly quiet this morning. U.S. dollars up just a little bit. Stocks marginally lower. Bonds are off a little bit. Crude oil is up 10 cents in the December WTI 85.36 last trade there. Everybody have a great day today. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.